Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond, your host here at Isogo TV and the author of blogs and podcasts over at isogostrong.com. Welcome to episode 132. You know, here on this podcast, we come together to make relationships easier because we know that when we fixate on strength, when we start asking what's right with those people instead of what's wrong with those people in our family and on our team, we can make those relationships easier. Today, we are in the fourth of a series of fives where Marie Guest, my co-host of the Leaders Who Give a Damn program, and I get to be your virtual coach. So thanks for having us to walk through the success map 2021. Now, if you don't have that yet, you can find that over on the Leaders Who Give a Damn website. There's a resources tab. You can just click that and find the Success Map 2021. It's not too late to join us. Today, we are on the top half of the fourth page, and we are gonna be talking about taking action. So what does it look like to really take those goals that you made and not only chunk them down, but really make action that feels doable for today, for this week, for this quarter, and what does it look like to find people to come alongside you, to find the support that you need, and to hold you accountable to actually doing the things that you know that you want to do in order to hit the goals that you made so that you can achieve the vision that you set for 2021. So we're gonna be talking all about this taking action stage today, as well as the people that you can bring into your life to support and hold you accountable. So looking forward, for diving in to this Success Map 2021, Stage 4. Well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, Murray. Looking forward to this next conversation as we walk through the Success Map. I am really looking forward to this conversation too, Becky. Great to be chatting with you again. Uh, we are working through the Success Map and we are up to page 4, which is the last page and we've got two conversations to go. This first one is a really important one about taking action early in the year on those goals that you set in our last conversation and also the importance of support and accountability partners. Uh, and then our last conversation that we're getting up to after this is one I'm really excited about too, which is all about that word or the phrase for the year that's going to ground you. And we'll talk about that. That's coming up, but I'm getting excited about that. <laughs> I know you're getting excited about it. I mean, this is that, that is your thing. So we will, we will get into that for sure. So I have to say, one of the things I love about this success map is that it is only four pages. Like this is not like, I'm gonna plot out every thought and feeling I have for the mm -hmm. entire last year and for the entire year ahead, but it's a really manageable, doable chunk, especially for leaders who feel very busy. I mean, if you're a leader, you probably are very busy. And so yeah. what I love how this kind of can just walk you through in a bite by bite, chunk by chunk, um, doable process. So I love that. And if you have not yet downloaded it, then you can do that over at leaderswhogiveadam.com slash success map 2021. Is that right? Good. Okay. Uh, so leaderswhogiveadam.com slash success map 2021. So let's, let's get into this here about taking action. Yeah. And I know how important it is to take action. And you have achiever in your Clifton strengths at the top, and you are 
such a powerhouse in taking action and it inspires me and I I love how you do that and you've shared stories and leaders who give a damn with leaders who have that achiever and they they mm. take action and for those people like me that maybe don't have that as high um, I find this process or this system really helpful to actually go mm. right what, what are those things I can take action on what are those things mm. that um, are going to help me work towards those goals that I've set in those areas we covered in our last conversation, whether it's health, finance, uh, your career, business, spiritual connection, families, all those areas. Yeah. But what we want to do is start the year strong and take some action. Um, Becky, what would you share, honestly, that you know helps in taking actions and moving things forward? What, what, what's going to help leaders in doing that, do you think? You know, I think some of the things that we just came out of, so those three big takeaways or mm. uh, maybe it was your big audacious goal for the year, it can feel just kind of like like an elephant, you know? And there's like that, there's that African proverb that says, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? So it's all about baby steps. I, I remember in seventh grade, I had a friend convince me to try out for the basketball team and it was really fun. And we had, I don't know why they did this, but we had practice before school as seventh graders, I guess that's where now the getting up early is ingrained in me. But yeah. a friend of mine and I would take as small a step. We knew we had to get back to class, but we also knew that we had permission to go from basketball to class. And it really didn't matter how long it took us. So we took tiny little baby steps all the way there. And for some reason, <laughs> when I think about like breaking a goal down into smaller, like doable bites of the elephant, I think about those little baby steps that we took all the mm. way down the hall. It's like, yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get to the end, but it really is not going to happen unless we just take one step in front of the other and do something that really feels like, yeah, I can see that point. I can't see all the way down the hall, but I can see that point that's right in, in front of me. And if I take that step, it's going to get me closer to meeting my goal. I love that analogy that is so fantastic and i can imagine you just taking those little steps yes we're <laughs> moving forward yes we're going to get there and we're working towards where we need to be but you know at our own pace at the pace right. that works for me that suits me every mm -hmm. morning after basketball practice um i also think about how important it is to to actually do something mm. and I think so it, for me, I think about sometimes my fitness or if I want to read a book or, or you know, invest in some learning um, or the leaders that I've worked with or that I know you've worked with Becky where it's about, you know, taking action. And it's, hmm. I think what can happen sometimes is we get into that mindset of, oh, it's all too big. I'm just, I won't get around to it. Oh, it's, it's too big a problem. I'll get to it another time or I'll right. start my fitness program tomorrow. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll improve my diet tomorrow, all those sorts of things. And I think this is really about, okay, we've got some clarity in those goals. Yeah. But let's, let's, let's start to take action. Let's start to move forward. And as you said, baby steps, let's start yeah. to, to take action. Or it could be, honestly, for someone, it might be quite a big step. It might be right. I need to, you might have identified something in your, your personal development, your professional yeah. development as a leader, sure. and you need to go and invest in um, some money or enroll in a course. And you need to get that done now at the start of the year. Mm. So let's, let's go and make sure you take that action and do that now. Yeah. Or you might need to get your team together. I was talking to a leader the other day and their team has felt disjointed with COVID and everything like that. And mm. it's like, I need to get my team together. I need to make that happen. So if you wait till the end of this first quarter, you're going to be, we're going yeah. to be into April sometime. It's going to be too late. That's right. So yeah, we want to take action.
That's the yeah. first key. Yeah, there's a there's a couple leaders that I've worked with that's it's just coming to mind. One from last year, and then one again, a different person at the end of this past year. And both of them, as leaders of other leaders, really wanted to make sure that their annual reviews were were really were were time well spent. And so they're like, okay, so how do how do we figure out like how, how to make this? And so that would be like the bigger goal, like okay, I want this to be time well spent that I'm you know, writing all this stuff down for them, that mm, my employees mm. writing all this stuff down for me and that we're having this like long meeting. I want this to be time well spent. And I loved what they came up with, which was, okay, I'm gonna add two more meaningful or um, kind of different angle questions that yeah. will get at something different. And so um, one of the questions that they asked was, um, what are you worried about this year? So they, they put a they put a twist into their annual review so that they could get at that bigger goal of making this annual re review much more valuable. And that was that little step really didn't take that much, right? It just took thinking about that bigger goal and what it might take. And then they changed the you know changed the language, added a question, and then they were done. So it doesn't it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't it can always be it can also be just a small little tweak but it takes some thought and intention about what those goals are. Goals don't just get met by being out there. Yeah, um, there's a video that I've shared with a number of clients over the years, um, which is just so beautifully illustrates what we're talking about here. And it's a conversation with uh, Tom Bailu from Inside Quest and Simon Sinek. And having this great conversation and it goes along the lines of uh, Simon Sinek asked Tom, he says, uh, do you love your wife? And he says, yeah. And he says, well, how do you know? Or how does she know? And when did that happen? And he, he said, it's not when you say, I love you. Mm. It's all the little things you've done over the years, which have demonstrated that love. And he said, if you brush your teeth every day, it doesn't do anything. But if you brush your teeth once a year, you'll get teeth problems. You have plaque and all mm. health problems. He said, you need to brush your teeth every day for two minutes to make sure that you are having healthy teeth. Same as if you go to the gym once, you don't look totally different. I'm not going to look like Hugh Jackman tomorrow. But <laughs> I if you mean, go to, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to the gym every day, you're working towards that goal. So it's about, as we're saying, take those steps, invest in the, the small conversation. I love that example you just shared or whatever it might be that you're working towards in your goals. Take that action, make that step um, and, and keep doing it. So you're working yeah. towards that goal. Yeah. And I don't know about you. Maybe this is an achiever problem. You can tell me. I just feel like there are many times where I put that goal out there. And I mean, I feel like this, I had this happen when I first started my business. I put this goal out there and then I just wanted to do all the things. Like I thought of, okay, like if I, uh, you know, if I start a podcast and I blog every day and I, mm -hmm. you know, book three clients a week and I do 12 coaching calls a week. Like if I do all those things, then I'll, then, oh, then of course I'll have this like successful business by the end of, by the end of the year. But really what that ended up doing is it ended up making it so every day was overwhelming. And so instead yeah. of doing one or two really good things, I kind of got buried by trying to do too many things. But both of, in my mind, both of that thing was what was going to get me to my goal. So there's yeah. definitely some kind of piecing it down a little bit 
or is yeah. it or is this just a cheaper problem <laughs> no no I, I so i'm going to share a story which we, we becky and i've talked a lot through leaders who give a damn and collaborating for a while but this is a fresh story here <clears throat> a few years ago actually many years ago it would have been about 12 years ago uh, i had to go to new zealand to audit a supplier okay. and uh staying in the hotel i was over there for for work of course i went i'll go to the gym I, you know I, at this point in my life, I was not a regular gym goer, but I'll go to the gym. The, the hotel has a gym. I should use it. So I go to the gym and I work out. And um, let's just say I went a little bit too hard too fast. <laughs> the next day, I am meant to be walking around this supplier, auditing their premises. So I've got my audit checklist, checking on quality standards and a few other things. I could not lift my arms. <laughs> I honestly, my arms were so sore in my biceps and my, my forearms, my arms were so sore. So I was obviously doing something wrong at the gym as well. I had to walk around with my arms by my side, trying to write down my notes because I couldn't even lift my arms. To the gym. So you've just reminded me of that story, a great example of trying to go like, okay, right, let's get in and do everything. I didn't go to the Great. gym again for another couple of years, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's one way to like blow your, like to blow your goal is to like make yeah. yourself feel like, wow, that's completely unachievable because look what it did to my body, right? Or yeah. look what it did to my schedule or look what it did to my psyche or look what it did to my team even, you know, if you're like, okay, now we're going to do a, a meeting every day, at, you know, a stand up meeting every day, because we want to do that. And I want to have a meaningful question that we ask, and I'm going to talk about each of them about their strengths. And we're going to, you know, it's like, all of a sudden, you're now you're like, fun meeting that you're having to bond your team together yeah, is yeah, an yeah. hour and a half long, and everyone hates each other, you know, and they don't care I, 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 that I've seen that play out, Becky, where people have been on the leadership course and they've, they've listened to something and they're like, right, I'm going to do all the things with yeah. my team right now. And then team members think, has this person been brainwashed? Are they just trying to, you know, a, you know, drinking too much of the Kool-Aid and then do everything all at once? Okay. And it is about chunking it down, bringing people on the journey, doing bit by bit by bit. So yeah. if there's anything out of this conversation besides laughing at me and my sore arms. <laughs> It is that insight around, okay, so you've got some goals at the end of 2021, what it looked like, what it feels like, what yeah. success is for you. Now let's bring it back. What does it look like for you in Q1? And even if you want to start to think mm -hmm. about, I'm going to do something and there's an action, but I might leave that till Q2 or Q3. I'm going to space like that. that out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's hopefully... I'm going to set you for success by chunking it down and moving you forward. And I really think that will, as yeah. opposed to doing everything right now or doing nothing right now, neither of those are going to work. That's right. And you know, you, we, we had talked, we talked last week about goals and then you were reminding me about just kind of mindset around goals and this talking about Q1 and Q2 and Q3 also reminds me of, a, it's not, it's not that there's the pursuit of happiness and happiness is I have achieved my goal at the end of 2021, but rather there's, it has to be that you are enjoying the process to get there. Otherwise you're going to come up short almost no matter what. 100%, 100% Becky, it's such a, a, it's such an important point. 
that if we set up a, a, for a goal, which is something along the lines of whether we articulate it like this or we think about it like this, that I'll be happy when I achieve this or I'll be happy mm-hmm. if I have this. Um, we're setting ourselves up for trying to be happy in the future all the time as opposed to enjoying the learning process or the, the year or the days right now and being happy with that right now. So I think the goal setting and a gratitude process go strongly together. Yeah. Um, but don't don't attach your happiness with your goals. Your goals right. are something you're working towards for for growth or, as you said, pursuit of excellence, whatever it might be. But that's separate to your happiness. Your happiness is you're getting in other ways of your life, whether that's connection with family or or, or things you're doing with your team as a leader or or other things you might be doing. It's not about I'm going to be happy when I get this. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. And I think 2020 has showed us that, right. It, it showed us that we're not, we might set out to do a certain thing and it just might not end up the way we think. And I think some people felt extremely rocked by that, at least even, even if it was just for like kind of a dark middle, right. If there was just like a dark middle yeah. of like, oh my goodness, I'm not going to do all, any of these things that I ch- charted to do this year. And so what does it look like to to still maintain an attitude uh, that keeps your spirits up and keeps you moving forward, even if you don't end up hitting that target at the end of 2021. Um, And so what made me think of that is just like talking about each quarter, right? Like, okay, then maybe there's something here and maybe there's something in Q2 and maybe there's something in Q3. By the time you get to Q3, if things have changed, then you have the opportunity to adjust again with action, adjust what the goal looks like. Um, and, and we don't know what this year is going to be like. No. Uh, we, we didn't know what 2020 was going to throw at us and we, we still don't know. Well, we never know what any year is going to be like. And of course, last year was totally different. But if we have at least uh, some structure in place, that's going to help us deal with the ups and downs that are going to come ahead. That's for sure. Um, on page four, when we set our actions, there's also that column around support mm. and identifying someone to support us there. Um, what I know for myself and for people I've worked with over years, um, we are stronger together. Um, and this is, and I know with the partnership I have with you, Becky, that we are stronger together, the, the knowledge, the inspiration, the, 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 um, the strengths that you bring to our partnership is so important. And I know that with the leaders I've worked with, that, um, the best leaders are leaning on each other. They're leaning on each other's strengths they're um they're collaborating there's a support Mm. there that that helps them achieve um what they're trying to do in a collaborative way Um, so my invitation for people as they're doing this part is to really think about what's that support you need to achieve this next bit who you need to to help you or who's going to bring something to that action to help you move that forward Mm. and and there's also an accountability partner is there a difference between that like would you say that the person who or the partnerships that you kind of bring alongside you to support might be different than the person that you bring in for accountability? Yeah, I think about some of the leaders you've talked to me about before where they um, are achieving great things because someone is their cheerleader or someone is Mm. making sure they do what they say or someone is making sure that they deliver on their promise because with the busyness of life, we can start to slip. So that accountability is making sure we're staying on track. Um, so yeah, slight difference. So support is who's going, who do I need to, to help me to achieve 
that goal or work on that action. Mm. Accountability is who's going to make sure I stay on track. Mm. So for example, um, in my world, uh, support might be um, uh, my, my wife, actually, Tammy, helps me with getting things done, whereas mm. Becky holds me accountable and makes sure I deliver on the things that we talk about in, our, mm. in the business that we've, we've got running. So, yeah, it's different things like that. Um, how have you seen that play out for you, Becky, in some of the leaders that you've um, been working with? Yeah. You know, I think of it um, in terms of the, of the best leaders are the ones that have regular kind of feedback conversations. Mm. And so I'm thinking of it right now. It's like, well, they're doing that for their team members. So what you as a leader, are you also getting that? Maybe you have another leader that's hopefully doing that. And if not, you could ask for accountability in that. Um, and, you know, it, it, it reminds me of um, getting up to go to the gym in the morning. Yeah, Actually, yep. there are no gyms at the moment, but <laughs> to get a, getting up to work out, um, if I don't have somebody to meet, I'm much less likely to, to do the thing, right? Um, even as I'm a teacher to our kids this year, if the, you know, the leader has asked us to send a picture of this activity that we did together, I'm much more likely to do it <laughs> than yeah. if I didn't. And that's just, you know, it's relatively inconsequential type stuff. Um, and so, uh, you know, the, the best leaders are those that can, can systematically put that into, into their practice, kind of do it intentionally. Yeah, and I think there's a really um, valuable insight here from a leadership perspective around this is not about creating more work for yourself, but mm. um, how you can hold people accountable for what it is that they said they would do. Um, and as leaders, as coaches, uh, if you're working with your team, what's something that that person in your team, you're getting them to, to do or to, um, to work on or achieve and what support do they need to do that? And you might be holding them accountable in your one-on-ones and, and catching up with them. Right. Uh, as a coach with the people I've worked with, it's very much about I might support them in the coaching conversation, but also might hold them accountable in some follow-up. Hey, don't forget you said you do this or mm. make sure you loop back with me and that you'll do that. Um, but generally the support is who else in their circle, the leaders that, that I'm working with, okay. that they're going to have to help them achieve those goals as well. Um, so, yeah. Bit, bit of difference and um, I think it's really important to actually identify those people um, for each one of those actions. Yeah yeah I think some of the questions that you've come up with um, challenge me as well to figure out like it's who's your cheerleader who's always going to be in your corner it can't be somebody that you are going to feel beat down by if you don't mm. end up you know following through on something but also that you don't want to let them down. Like there's, there's someone that you care enough about that you don't want to let them down so that you're not just going to be like, well, you know, I get a pass because they like me so much and, you know, they never actually hold me accountable. Um, yeah. But really, yeah, I, I don't want to let them down. I want them to see the work that I can do and, and to know that I'm going to follow through on what I said I was going to do. Yeah, I think about someone that's going to challenge you in that constructive way, that's going to challenge you in a way that, that lifts you up, that maintains that self-esteem and that motivation for you to move forward um, yeah. because you know that they care. Um, and we talk right. about in Leaders Who Give a Damn, it's those leaders that care. And, and you yeah. want to have those people that are going to hold you accountable that care about you as well. So um, I've loved chatting to you about um, actions and taking actions. And I'd love to hear how people are taking action in this success map process. So if you're taking action, of course, put it in um, 
our Facebook group if you're part of our program or definitely on mm. social media and tag Becky and myself because I'd love uh, to hear uh, how this is helping you around that mindset of taking action and moving forward towards your goals in mm. 2021. Um, and we're about to see you next week for our final conversation about your word or mantra for the year. And I look forward to sharing that um, and how that can really help you work towards those goals. That sounds awesome. And as always, if you do not yet have that success map, you success map, you can find that at leadertogivadam.com slash success map 2021. And uh, if you haven't joined us yet, I hope you do. There are three episodes prior to this that can help walk you through the first three pages. And um, like Marie said, our next conversation, we're gonna um, we're gonna open it wide up and give you the tool to be able to really set your vision and your everyday steps. So uh, looking forward to that next conversation. Thanks everyone. See you next time. Bye. Bye. All right, there we have it. That was the top part of the final page of the success map for 2021. All about taking action and bringing alongside people who love you, care about you, want to see you be successful, and can hold you accountable to the things that you know you really want to do this year. Uh, next week, we will be talking for our fifth and final time about the Success Map 2021. And this is kind of where it gets all wrapped up into one exciting word or exciting phrase. I suppose it doesn't have to be exciting, it just has to be you and what you envision for 2021. So we're gonna talk all about it next week I look forward to walking alongside you as you choose what your word or what your mantra is for 2021. In the meantime, if you have ever wondered what it would be like to walk with a coach and talk through your top five strengths, or let's say you know your top five strengths, but you just aren't really sure how they connect to what you actually do every day or what you want to do every day. You know, just today I got an email from uh, somebody who's a part of this strength startup e-coaching program and she said, you know what, I get that, I see, I see these things in my life, but I'm not really connecting them to what I want to be when I grow up, she didn't quite say it like that, but I'm not really connecting them to my career, my career choices and these career changes that I'm trying to make right now. And so the exciting thing is she's in the right place to figure it out in a relationship with a coach like me who can go back and forth with her and talk about what these things really have to do with the changes and choices that she wants to make for this next year and going forward into her life. So that's what we get to do. And I would love to do that with you as well. So if you want to check out more about this uh, virtual coaching, email coaching, a conversation that you and I can have. It's called Strength Startup, and you can find that over on the website. It's at isogostrong.com slash strengthsstartup. And just for connecting here on the podcast, for being a listener, a watcher, I would love to offer you $5 off. That's, you can get that by using the promo code virtualcoach5, and that's virtual coach, all uppercase and the numeral five to get $5 off when you check out for the Strength Startup e-coaching program. I would love to walk alongside you. Actually, it would be an honor to me to be able to see who you are through your strengths and walk with you. So 
Thank you for joining us on Isogo TV for walking this success map path. And I look forward to seeing you next time on Isogo TV.